episode number 162. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine S. Brand. Hello, hello, hello. I am jumping on to talk to you about a career lesson that I wish I had learned earlier. So I was reflecting on this this week and I thought I would jump on and share this with you because it's kind of come up in a few conversations that I've had recently. So I want to share and let me share with you a little bit of a backstory to, to how I arrived at this lesson. So when I started out in my career, so my, my background is that I trained and qualified as a corporate lawyer and worked as a lawyer for 10 years and last year transitioned into my business full time. So I'm going to share with you some of the lessons that I've been reflecting on from my legal career and then how that's kind of translated to where I am now. So when I first started out as a lawyer, I had no idea what I was doing. As many of us, when we start in our our careers, we don't know what we're doing, right? It's like we're new, everything's a steep learning curve. I remember being a trainee and just looking around and saying, okay, I worked really hard to get to this stage in my career. I worked really hard to qualify. I got the grades, I gained the experience, I went through the rigorous application process and now I'm here. And then I was like, okay, what do we do now? (laughs) What am I supposed to do? And the thing that allowed me to know what I needed to do was to look to my left and look to the right and look to those around me and then model their behavior. So model what they were doing, model how they were showing up, looking at the other lawyers, the other juniors and that those that are a little bit more senior and saying, OK, well, this is what I need to be doing. This is how I need to be approaching things, which makes sense. Right. It's like if you don't know what it is you're supposed to do, then you need to seek out guidance from those around you. And that doesn't always come from conversation. Sometimes that comes from just observing and then seeing what it is that other people are doing. So what I realized, though, is over time, that looking around and looking at other people to see what it was I needed to do, that kind of turned into the norm. And so as I progressed throughout my career, I was I was less inclined to make decisions based on what I thought. I was less inclined to reflect on what I really wanted to do. And I was more inclined to look externally. So I was more inclined to say, well, what is the path that people normally take? How do people normally approach this? What should I be doing? Where should I be going? How should I be acting? And that really followed me from being a brand new lawyer to being a junior lawyer. And as I gained more and more experience, there was still that inclination. There was still that desire to get external validation for what it was that I was doing and decisions that I was making. And I remember when I was younger, and and let me know if if you resonate with this at all. So when I was younger, I had a cousin who was two years older than me. And I adored her because she was older than me. I looked up to her and I remember us going to restaurants or going to outings or doing things as a family. And people would say, oh, Janine, what do you want? 
to eat, right? What do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? And I would say, oh, I want what she's having. Even before I know what it is that she's ordering, I would be deferring my opinion or my option to, to whatever it is that she's having. And if we were going somewhere, it would be like, do you want to go here or do you want to go here? It's like, where does she want to go? I want to go where she wants to go. And that, you know, when you're younger, it's like, okay, I'm looking up to this person and whatever decision they make must be the right decision. So then I'm just going to go with what they say because I'm not sure I'm going to make the right decision. I don't want to choose the wrong meal on the menu and be upset, but she's going to choose the right one. So that's like the approach that I took when I was super, super young. But when I think about it, I continue to take that approach throughout my career. It's like, okay, what do I want to do? What is she doing? Or what is he doing? Or what is the expectation of me? And then I'm going to do that thing. That's all well and good. And that works until it doesn't work anymore. Because what can happen is you spend so much time looking at what the norm is and being on the treadmill. And if you're if you're a lawyer listening to this or if you're somebody who's in professional services, you know what it's like. You go through the graduate recruitment process and then you qualify and you're a junior and then you're working towards being an associate and then you're an associate and then you're working towards being a senior associate. And then ultimately the goal is to become a partner. That is that's the path. That's what everybody does. That's what we're following. And so when the path is so clearly set out before you and everyone else is is going down that route, it's so, so easy to just go with the tide. It's so, so easy to just do what everyone else is doing, but not take the time to check in with, is this actually still aligned to where I want to be and how I want to be showing up? Or even when you think about the timeframes where typically it's like, okay, you need to be a junior for this many years and then you can become an associate after this many years and then you qualify because you put in a number of years so that you can then move to the next stage. What if your experience and your skill set and your excellence is such that you don't need that much time? What if you don't need that much time to develop? But the system is set out the way that it is. So you don't even put yourself forward for a promotion. You don't even put your hand up and you don't even position yourself because it's like, oh, no, 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 that's not how it's done here. Or that's not how it's done. Right. You get so used to just following the status quo and following how things are done that you don't consider. I could potentially do this differently. I could potentially approach my career differently. So when I'm talking about the number one lesson that I've learned, and I wish I knew this earlier, was the importance of One, understanding yourself and then flowing from that, trusting yourself. Because when you take the time to really understand yourself, it becomes less about external factors and more about, well, does this make sense for me? When you understand what your work preferences are, when you know what your strengths are, when you understand what your values are, your decision making criteria is different than, okay, what's everyone else doing? Or what does the industry say I need to do? Or what a recruiter say I need to do. Your frame of reference is going to be different when you take the time to really flesh out, like, what is my criteria right now? What is the important thing for me right now? And I think in my journey, the moment when I had the time to do that reflection was when I went on maternity leave and I had some time away from work and I started asking myself the tough questions. And that tough question Seems like a simple question, but it's not. It's not a simple question. The tough question is, what do you really want? What do you really want? And when I was asking myself that question, it was hard. It was hard. It was hard to answer what do you really want because I was so used to bypassing what I really want or not even acknowledging what I really want and going to what I think I should be doing what I think I should be doing. It's like, well, that's just what I do. We do what we do. But when I was asking myself, what do I really want? 
I was stuck for a while in terms of, I don't actually know. I've not asked myself that question before and I've not really considered. I've been on this treadmill for so long and I've been going and going and going and going. I made a decision way back when, when I was a teenager, that this was the path that I was going to pursue. But I haven't ever really taken stock and said, is this what I want? What do you really want? So that that question, when you ask yourself, what do you really want? It requires an honest answer. And honesty requires courage because if you've committed to a particular path and you've invested time and energy and resources to get there, and then you ask yourself, what do I really want? And what you want is not aligned with where you are. Then it takes courage to admit that because then the question is, well, what do I do about it? What happens next? If I have identified that where I am right now is not where I want to be, but I've worked so hard to get here, what happens now? Do I ignore that and just carry on and get my head down and hope it gets better? Or do I make a commitment to doing something different? And that was hard for me. That was very hard. Um, but I did make the decision that what I what I used to want and what I want now, two different things. And that is okay because I was in a different season of life before and I'm in a different season now. And it's okay for me to reassess and then recalibrate. So at that point, I decided that I was going to leave private practice and then I went and worked as an in-house lawyer. And at that stage in my career and that stage of my life, that made the most sense for me. But it took me really considering from the inside out what the best next move was versus from the outside in. Normally, a lot of us are making career decisions based on the outside in. It's like, what's everyone else doing on the outside? What is required on the outside? What is the expectation on the outside? And then I'm just going to go with that because that just makes the most sense. Ignoring how it is that we feel on the inside. And that's where the misalignment comes. So many times I've spoken to amazing women, very accomplished women, very talented people. And when I start digging and asking them, you know, what's going on? Why is it that you're feeling unfulfilled in your career? What do you want? ask them that question and, and quite honestly most of the time their initial response is oh, what do I want what do I want and their response is similar to how mine was when I asked myself the question the first time it's like oh I haven't really thought about that before right so if you haven't really sat down to think what do I want do that and if you can't figure out what you want then then maybe there's some work that needs to be be done to uncover like what are the pieces because when you can really get clear on who am I as a person, what's important to me, how do I like to show up, that becomes your criteria. And it's a very powerful criteria to move forward with, because then you're able to assess different opportunities against that criteria. I was speaking to a client the other day on a coaching call, and we she's inside of my program, and we're working through her clarifying what it is she wants to do. And she was just saying, oh, a job posting came up that looks really interesting to me. Like, I'm thinking I should apply for it. What do you think? So then I was able to bring her back to the things that we've already identified as being important for her, the things that we've identified as being preferences and personality things that make sense for her when it comes to a role. And when I brought her back to that, which is essentially now her filter, she was like, yeah, actually, no, I don't think this is going to be a good opportunity. I'm like, you said it. You said it. But the only reason why she was able to allow herself to see that this wasn't a good opportunity was because she had done the work to identify, like, what is my criteria? What is important to me? Where is it that I need to be positioning myself so that I feel 
like I'm making an impact. I feel like the work that I'm doing is bringing about meaning and I feel like I'm able to show up fully in the work that I'm doing. She's done that work. And so now when she's seeking out opportunities, she's able to run it through her filter, like her personal filter versus the external one. So when she looked at it initially, it's like, okay, well, it's a good location. The pay is good, um, good benefits. Like I could do the role, you know, it aligns with my skill set. I could do the role. So then she could have applied for it. But there's other pieces that are very important to be paying attention to, to make sure that you're moving into the right role and not just any role. So when I say, what's the number one lesson I wish I knew earlier, I wish I knew how important it is for you to fully understand yourself and your preferences when you are seeking out a new opportunity. Before we just dive in and start applying for roles, putting our hands up for promotion, looking at positioning ourselves for new opportunities, it's really, really important to take some time to get centered around, okay, but what do I want? And we've had a lot of like reflection time during the pandemic. We've had time for us to think and 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 consider. And that's the reason why there's a lot of people who are um, who are recalibrating right now. And we all have heard about the great resignation and how people are making moves right now. And part of it is because people have had the time to stop and take stock and consider whether their course of action, the path that they've been on, is the path that they want to stay on going forward. So that's really what I wanted to share with you. I want to encourage you to take some time to think about whether or not external factors are more influencing you than your internal factors. And if that's the case, then I encourage you to take some time to think. Because if you're you're feeling that there's some kind of disconnect, you're feeling like what you're doing right now is not it, and you're feeling unfulfilled or frustrated, or you feel, you know, undervalued, or you feel like you're being overlooked within your current role, There's a disconnect here between what it is that you're doing and then how it is that you're feeling. So really assessing, well, what is causing that disconnect? What about what I really want isn't being met right now? And when you can start from that place, it's easier for you to then identify, well, what kind of shift or move is going to be required? Because sometimes we can be showing up and be like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I just need to do something completely different in my career. And we're misdiagnosing the problem. We're misdiagnosing the problem. We're assuming that what we're doing right now is not what I need to be doing. I need to be doing something completely different when actually when you dive into it, it might be that there's a few things that are misaligned, but you can make some small changes where you are right now and things would be massively improved or you can make a slight shift. So instead of assuming because I feel frustrated in my career, I need to completely just throw everything out, start all over again, taking the time to really establish what is it that I want and what is missing can help you to determine where do I need to go next? And do it in a way which is methodical, which is strategic, and which um, allows you to feel confident in the moves that you're making. Because a lot of the times, professional women, high-achieving women, high-performing women who have worked really hard, like really, really hard to get to the stage that you're at in your career, it's not easy for you to just throw away everything that you've built. And so you stay stuck because you don't know what else you're going to do. The criteria that you're using is incorrect in in that it's all external. And then you're not quite sure where to move and you don't feel confident in making any kind of move. So therefore, nothing happens. Nothing happens. And six months goes by, a year goes by, two years goes by. And you're just feeling like I'm showing up at work every day, but 
I don't really want to be here or I'm showing up at work every day and I know I could be doing more and I want to be doing more. Like various things could be happening because you are going around in circles with this feeling of I don't think I'm in the right place. So my number one lesson that I wish I had learned earlier would be to understand myself better so that I could trust myself better in my decision making and not have to rely solely on external factors or opinions or social constructs or the norms within my industry. So I am so happy. So that's all I'm going to share now. I will speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Are you ready to make bold career moves? Are you tired of coasting in a role or career that is no longer a good fit for you? Are you ready to create more of an impact through the work that you do? And are you ready to get paid more and be recognised for your brilliance? If you are nodding your head or saying yes to any of those questions, then lean in because I'm about to tell you about my newly enhanced coaching programme. The Career Changemaker programme, formerly known as the Career Clarity Academy, is my signature coaching programme, which is a transformational coaching experience focused on helping you to develop and advance in your career. The programme will help you to clarify the type of career move that you need to make next, create an unapologetic vision for your career direction and leverage your existing experience so that you can make the transition as quickly as possible. It's also going to equip you to articulate your value so that you can really shine and attract stellar opportunities and negotiate those amazing offers. We want to be moving you into the right role that you're really excited about as quickly as possible. I created this program and the Career Changemaker Method because it pains me to see so many amazing, brilliant, talented women fall into the category of coasting female professional. And what I mean by that is there are women who are coasting through their day-to-day at work, who are complaining to loved ones about the work that they do and the environment that they're in, who are scrolling job boards, looking for inspiration, but not taking any action who typically do what others think they should do rather than what they really want to do and who feel trapped in the careers that they've built for themselves. What I really want to see is more women adopting the career changemaker status. A career changemaker is the type of woman who makes an impact through the work that she does, who is excited to talk about her upcoming projects who knows how to network strategically to create new opportunities, who is unapologetic about what it is they want to do and why it is they want to do it, who recognises new opportunities during seasons of change and who is really ready to take control of her career so that she can become a trailblazer in an area that she's really passionate about. If you like the sound of becoming a career changemaker, then I invite you to make an application for this programme. Now, it is an application-only program because I want to ensure that only the women who I know can get results will join this program so we can hit the ground running and move you to where it is you want to be. So, if this sounds good to you, make an application. You want to head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash program, P-R-O-G-R-A-M, and there you're going to book a call with me and be directed to a career change assessment. Once you take the assessment, you're going to identify where it is you need to focus in the career change process and we will have a discussion to see if the program is a good fit for you to get you there and whether you are a good fit for the program. So head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash program. I look forward to hearing from you. 
If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. I invite you to head over to our Career Changemaker community over on Facebook so that we can continue the conversation over there. Head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash join and it will direct you straight to the group. I look forward to seeing you there.